Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Frying in the pan while I use my little hands. Baloney, baloney, I love you. Putting on the mustard should never get you flustered. Baloney, baloney, I love you. I put you on the bread like I'm putting you to bed. Baloney, baloney, I love you. Decent. morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Monday, February 20th, 2023. I'm J.E. Skeets, back in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, Tass Millis. Basketball sickos, this is for you! Next to him, it's the bearded one, just celebrated a big birthday yesterday, Trey Kirby. Hey-o! Hey-o, Hey-o. TK, happy Yay. birthday. Yay. Getting... What'd you get? What'd you get? A basketball hoop. Ooh, that's a straight nice. up basketball hoop. Yeah, so I spent three hours yesterday building a basketball hoop. Uh, finally got it out as the sun was going down. Within 30 seconds, a kid I'd never seen before runs up the driveway with the basketball and tried to dunk. Whoa. Ivan. <laughs> Welcome, Ivan. <laughs> all right. Welcome to the game, buddy. Uh, the hoop brings all the <laughs> boys amazing. to the yard. I'd never seen this kid. <laughs> we just get the hoop up, coming up the driveway. Two hands on the ball, tries to throw it down. I'm like, hey. Respect. Nice try. Yeah. Respect. Uh, uh, last but not least, over yonder, making the magic happen, super producer JD. You're a better man than me. I would have been. Get off my lawn, oh, Ivan. No. He needs someone to shoot around with. Get the game going. Yeah, we're, we're, I packed him. <laughs> Get it out of here. Yeah. Yeah, were you slightly so. mad that he took the first shot on the net? Yeah, he did not. What, oh, okay. Oh, that's yep. good. Good, yep. good, good. First yeah. shot, first, first make. Still haven't missed. We talking, I hope, a classic, uh, you know, net where we can raise and lower it. We can get it down <laughs> to Duncan height. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, currently set at eight for the okay. girls to get their shots up. But uh, when I get home today, I'll be up to 10. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. to take yeah, some jumpers right. on, of That's course. Right. <laughs> uh, shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Take a second, like the video, hit that thumbs up, make sure you subscribe, get your comments in uh, all throughout the show with the stream team there. We are back here, of course, in Atlanta to recap All-Star Weekend. We're going to do a whole lot of that here on this podcast. And let's just start like going through the big events, weigh in with your opinions on them, whether you liked them, hated them, the stars of them and all that. And then we'll have some fill in the blank fun a little bit later, sort of like a, you know, an all encompassing sort of look at all-star weekend, but Tatum scores an all-star game record, 55 points, double nickel in the team Giannis win. Uh, we were here back in Atlanta. We did fly yesterday, so we weren't in the arena for eight hours watching the draft and the game, mm-hmm. watching it from the confines of our own home. But what would you think? Were you entertained? Well, well, yeah, let's start with the, the p- picking before because start with the draft. that was more entertaining than years past. Having it before the game was more entertaining than having it on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. That being said, 
the starters got to go first because they're the starters. Yeah. The starters have to be picked first. They're the best <laughs> players in the world. We should be seeing Jokic and Embiid and those guys being picked first because they're the stars. And also, the reason for putting the reserves first was to shield the last pick from having the embarrassment of being picked last. But in the end, Jokic was picked last, like, as far as chronologically, as far as time goes, like the way the universe works. Jokic was you know, Not picked really. last. I mean, him and Mark, and he thought he was picked last. He got <laughs> up, apparently. Him and Mark and him were the last two on the stage, and Jokic got up and went to LeBron, which made me think, oh, he doesn't want to be picked last. He doesn't want to be embarrassed. But apparently after after the game, he said that he thought he was the only one on stage, which just sounds bonkers. There's another seven-footer over there. It was the guy who was to his right. Yeah, I think Jokic he... couldn't give that much of a shit about the All-Star Weekend to turn his head to the right to see if there was another guy on stage. Well, it was a long time, so he probably thought yeah. that all the picks were done, yeah, I guess. But it he made it seem like Nikola Jokic and Lowry Markkinen were the last two on the stage. And those guys were the stars. It just makes no sense. And they actually handled it pretty well as far as the reserves go because when it was Sabonis and Jaron Jackson Jr. as the last two, Sabonis was picked, and they immediately said, all right, and Jaron Jackson Jr., leader in blocks, that means you're going to Team LeBron. <gasps> I know. So they Gasp. did that fine. Oh, my God. That was How will he ever recover pick. from being the last? I know. Well, he, well, he wasn't the last pick. It was well. Jokic and Markkinen, really. Well, uh, I mean, that's, uh, that's the stupid thing is that you just flipped them. But anyway, yeah. anyway, yeah. it's a good idea. Giannis was hilarious. LeBron with his, uh, you know, his preset jokes. Uh, <laughs> the the PG thirteen one, Ooh. not a good one. This no. is this is a family affair, so I'm picking PG thirteen. Okay, not good. But at least he was trying. And then he dropped the who could, who could I mean Luka Doncic. That was good. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one. No, the the concept we we said right from the beginning when they came up with this this draft idea, like this is better. Do it like this. Overall, you're right. Fine. Stupid. This whole thing to shield the last pick of the reserves. They should get rid of that. I 100% agree with you, Taz. Just do the starters and then do the reserves. Everyone's a big boy. They'll be fine. They're the best players in the world. But overall, I thought it was uh, a fun, what, 45 minutes or so? Yeah. It did take maybe little too it took long. took way too long. Yeah. That, should yeah. Be, that should be a half-hour special. Uh, we don't need... Shaq and Charles chiming in, really. Uh, on Were they that supposed part? to be chiming in? Who is knows? The real question. Who knows? Because I think that, so. I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I, we I got know. into a little bit of a debate on uh, WhatsApp. So but. there's only two things that happened there. Obviously, mm-hmm. if you didn't catch it, the inside guys in another part of the arena, their their mics were hot, and they were bleeding in through the broadcast. Now, Ernie, I don't think could hear them. No. So he definitely they, couldn't. Either, <laughs> either that was on purpose, and they were supposed to weigh in in between the picks to the broadcast for the TV audience, or it was a mistake. Their mics were too, their mics were hot. Nobody caught it. And it was yeah. like a shit show. Yeah. Either way, what, they still yeah. brought them in, like yeah. in between Stupid. the reserves yeah. and the starters, like yeah. to ask them about how the reserves yeah, draft went. Yeah. We did not need yeah. that. We or, also didn't need or a commercial break. Even. Just yeah. get it over with. Yeah. Or Ernie asking, uh, who asking Giannis, who he would draft first between Shaq, Charles and Kenny. And he's like, Shaq, Check. I mean, it's a pretty easy question right, right, there right. Uh, on that one. I did think it was funny that when they were doing Luca's interview in the game with his earpieces, he's like, it was fun, but it was too long. Yeah, he literally said During it the took game. too long. Yeah, 100% yeah, it took it too did. long. That should be 15 to 30 minutes tops. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when you're uh, picking kids at the schoolyard, they don't sit there for a commercial <laughs> break and wait. It was literally like 45 minutes. Let's go to Ms. Quarterman to see what she thinks about the reserve draft. <laughs> I, I did like like the graphics of it all, the idea with the kid coming up with the jersey. 
uh, to hand it to them, take the quick photo ops. Yeah. I like to see which kids were nailing it and which ones were really botching it in terms of holding the jersey. <laughs> uh, some had it backwards, <laughs> some were only holding one part of it. So that was fun. Yeah. But yeah, that, you're right. That was quicker. Was, that part quicker. was quicker. And then I guess they actually announced the starters before their pick, like they did a yeah. whole starter announcement. That's what also took, yeah, we took don't long. Need, yeah, we because don't the actual that, picks, yeah. the actual picks, and Yanni's saying, uh, I picked John ja Morant, even <laughs> though John ja Morant wasn't up there. Like that, Those that weren't funny. taking too long. You know what happened to Yanni's there? He just did his work too early because John ja Morant was an initial reserve. <laughs> right, right. And so as soon as the reserves came out, he was, he was doing his work. Curry was the starter, and then Morant took the spot. So he just did his work too early. I, I don't think he made a mistake. Well, and the other part is he had his notebook. He should have been doing it in a Google Doc. He could have updated it very easily and looked off his He's phone. old school, man. Yeah, how about, how about the, the TNT crew and the production to have the balls to show that on the broadcast, to show a close-up of his picks? Because somebody could have been in LeBron's ear saying he's going to pick this guy first. <laughs> anyway. Was, I appreciated uh, Zach Harper's theory today that this was all pre-scripted anyways. And that they'd given Giannis an old script. They said, you're taking John Morant with the third pick. And they just never updated it. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Conspiracy. Yeah, right. Uh, I, did like, I did like Giannis uh, not drafting Drew Holiday, which everybody thought he was going to do first with his first reserve pick. Mm-hmm. I think he ultimately took him like. Second. Did you take him second? Yeah. But it was good just because LeBron's like, oh, you'd been playing up this entire week. Entire weekend, all about entire loyalty. Career. And then he takes, uh, I guess, Damian Lillard with his first reserve pick. Yeah, I mean, they're smart the way they picked him. They're picking first-timers like LeBron going with Embiid. I mean, first-timers, guys who hadn't had an MVP in their history. That's why you take Embiid first. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like Embiid's comment after the game. He said the players know more than the uh, the fans. That's why he took me first. <laughs> uh, he had a good game. He, he had, had a great game. game. Uh, but Tatum, the star, let's talk a little bit about the basketball. But 27 in the third quarter, he caught fire. Tatum did. Uh, that's the most ever scored in a single period in All-Star Game history. Previous mark, 21. Steph Curry in the third quarter of last year's game. Uh, but like we said, 55. Any favorite moments from the actual All-Star Game, TK? There was like one notable moment. Basically, was when Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were going up against each other. I guess that was the end of the third quarter, right? They'd been talking it up for the entire two and a half quarters up to that point, saying these two said they're going to go at each other if they're not teammates. They weren't teammates for the whole time. It finally came to fruition, and it was fun to see them actually playing defense against each other and sort of trying to stop each other and, you know, both kind of settling for step-back jumpers every single time. You see that going on compared to the rest of the All-Star game, and you're like, yeah, maybe they should do a one-versus-one. Instead of a lot of the other stuff we saw, that was cool. Damian Lillard's far shot was cool. Yep. Then he took a bunch more. Missed him. Yep. <laughs> uh, John Morant, couple good dunks. LeBron, obviously off the backboard, and that's basically all my notes too, mm-hmm. including the ones you just said. Well, I like the mic'd up segment with Luca, even you though you, you couldn't you couldn't hear him uh, all that well. But what is that worse than watching the game? I mean, that's no, it's better than hearing Reggie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Luca saying uh, it took too, way too long to pick the teams. Yeah. He was he was funny. I, they basically mimicked the baseball All Star game. If you saw that happen, baseball's better for it just because ain't a lot of movement <laughs> out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's good. Well, it was uh, really but it was a good it, attempt. They I, did it I did in like the Rising it. Stars with Jose Alvarado, and he, it was actually much much better because he's a talker. Yeah. And, and he's so, loud and clear, yeah, yeah. and sometimes Luca's. So. Mumbles get a little caught under yeah. under the uh, the sounds of the game, but it was a good attempt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I liked Yanis. He played one possession. <laughs> he dunked. 
set the tone for his team with that dunk and then left, uh, uh, you know, a cool moment. And I, I like Kyrie trying to throw Jokic alley-oops over and over. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And he wasn't going yeah. for it. <laughs> He's just like, come on, man. Uh, Who cares less about the All-Star game, Luka or Jokic? Yeah, it's 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 neck and neck. Yeah, over over years running here now. Yeah. obviously not just this one. That's the thing. I I agree. I like the idea of trying an in-game interview with a player, but it's got to be somebody who cares even a little bit. Yeah. I mean, when Luca's on there saying the draft was too long and I just scored my two points, so I'm done. Not the greatest look. Like if it was Tatum or Jalen Brown, that would be awesome to hear yeah. them going back and forth uh, during the third quarter. Even Lillard, I think, would have been an exciting one. I think Tatum should have been the guy, though. Give him the mic. Mm. Yeah, and and Luca, there's a reason you don't pick him for All Star Game MVP. He's got the Harden vibes. Like he's just not. He's not taking over no. four All Star games, eight in the first three, and then four yesterday. Wow, uh, that's it. Hasn't hit he has double digits. <laughs> no, no, eight, oh, sorry, eight in each oh, okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. Twenty-eight. Oh my total. goodness. Uh, or, with no defense, you know, he could put up a hundred if he wanted. Yeah, uh, we had uh, a combined four free throws attempted in this game. The lowest in All-Star Game history. <laughs> Previous mark was seven. I feel back, like Brian Anderson was, like, shocked any time a foul was called. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so the in-game play was moving. There's just no one. It was just all the breaks. You know, there's a lot of breaks that made it super long. And the drafting. We started 9P tip Eastern. It was just a long night. It was a long night. Uh, we did have GM Giannis, though, spoiling LeBron's perfect... Uh, all-star record when it comes to drafting teams. The drafted teams era, he was 5-0. and He's now 5-1, and so he takes his first L. Uh, Donovan Mitchell was gunning for that MVP, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, there in front of his old stomping grounds. He went, uh, I guess he became the first player to go for 40-10. and 10, 40 points and 10 assists in an All-Star game. So he would have won this, uh, you know, despite Tatum going for 55, of course. The only other notes I have... Uh, I loved Raptors fans getting very excited anytime SGA was playing with Siakam and he was really <laughs> looking for him. And I was like, oh man, you imagine that in Toronto? That was making me laugh. Uh, they played on Twitter. They were in the the, uh, the lines together before the game. So, O Canada was playing with them side by side. Oh, was okay. that planned? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's basically it. A little sad for my guy, Star Fox, Darren Fox, only guy not to score. And. In fact, Brian Anderson was on the call and he said, like, he pointed that out. Fox, the only guy not to score in the game, and then he botched the dunk. Blew a dunk. Yeah. His only shot attempt. That's exactly right. Yeah, it was also, I mean, I thought Shea was kind of disappointing, the way he played. He was just passing every time. Yeah, he was diamond yeah, up. Yeah, he, he was diamond up, which yeah. is cool, but let's see some shakes and some bakes out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, First time gotta give it up for Kyrie. Happens. Kyrie is a hell of an all-star game yes. player. Yes. He, he gets it. He puts on the show, obviously, with the dribbling and obviously the layups and stuff like that. So that was fun. But, yeah, and then we get a lot of people like, you know, you're right. The idea of, like, I don't know, for scratching it by any means completely, the one-on-one we'd love to see. I don't mind it happening sort of organically in the flow of a game, too. You just like to see it happen more often. And then for there to be a couple minutes of defense, and that's why we have the whole Elam ending in theory and the quarters <laughs> resetting. But you get everybody going, what's the point of this? Every year. And then a Unless guy gets a hurt. Game. Like LeBron played defense for one possession yeah. and he hit his finger on the rim. <laughs> right, right, he right. Said, he said to Michael Malone, I'm going to play D for you for one possession. Then he goes back for the the block, the chase down block, and he hurt his finger. And that's why he didn't play the second mm-hmm. half. I mean, you could see the close up. Yeah. That finger got pulled. That's, that's why sure. you don't play defense. And that's in why the you don't play game. defense in the All Star game. All right. Well, let's hear from everybody out there. Any other thoughts on the actual All Star game? Uh, favorite moments, least favorite moments. I will say the blue jerseys, I liked them better in in person, on the court. Um, 
I don't know, maybe the blue popped a little bit better under those bright lights. The yellows, my issue with them, because we thought that was maybe the cooler jersey, like the cooler look, the gradient, but uh, I didn't like how it clashed with the yellow, a different yellow mm. of the floor, of like the Salt Lake City, Utah uh, floor. I didn't think that looked good. They looked like candy corn, too. They did look like, like candy corn, like candy yeah. Corn. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I was hungry or something like that. Um, all right, let's go to Saturday night. Let's talk about the dunk contest. Mac McClung, who? Now you know his name. Puts on an absolute show. We were in the building for this one. Saw three fifties from Mac. Should it have been four? Lisa Leslie, I guess, dropping a nine on his uh, second dunk attempt. But yeah, I mean, sort of felt like when he threw down his first dunk, it was, it was his. It was his to lose, that's for sure. And he delivered. I mean, he didn't miss a dunk. That was the cool part. Didn't miss a dunk and. In general, uh, all four of these guys were generally putting down their dunks. They were. They outside were. of K.J. Martin, who missed every single time uh, until he needed to make it. Uh, yeah, this was a good dunk contest. This was the best dunk contest, I would say, since 2020. That one, we had two guys going back and forth that you really thought could win it. This one, shout out to Trey Murphy the third. He was a great surprise in this, yep. but he didn't get a 50 on any of his dunks. Never felt like he really had a chance to win. So to me, this kind of was very similar to the 2015 dunk contest when Zach Levine came out and did his first dunk. And you're like, well, he's going to win the yeah. dunk contest. But at least Victor Oladipo was hanging around and making it interesting, giving us a foil to a guy out there in Mac McClung, who clearly this is the biggest moment of his life. And you could tell. And shout out to him for actually coming through in the clutch. Everybody's like, this guy's the favorite. This guy's the favorite. And then he went out and did it and looked like the favorite. Great stuff. What was his best dunk? in your opinion. I mean, he had four really, really, really good dunks. And mm. I'm trying to think, like, five years from now, ten years from now, what will be his most memorable dunk is maybe I think, another way to put it. Yeah, I think they're really his two dunks were clearly his best two dunks. The jumping over two guys so off the dunk, board yep. and the reverse. That one was the best to me. And then the, the second one was the double pump, double pump, like the actual double pump. So that was clearly <laughs> the second one to me. The 541 was, was nice. Um, but I don't think it was as good as the other ones. I think you'll remember the two guy jumping over two guys, putting it off the glass as the first dunk. And we were in there in the arena, and he got to go last in the first round. And as Trey said, the other guys performed. Yeah. Uh, and and Trey Murphy was very good, but it was the first round, and McClung took it over with that first dunk, and it was his to lose the rest of the way. Yeah, so that, I think that one was the one that you know got everybody excited for mm -hmm. Mac McClung. He is living up to the hype. Yep, he's living up to the McClung hype, and uh, he did it. I mean, he re he really did it. And yeah, we saw twelve dunks overall, and only one guy had multiple attempts, and it was KJ Martin a couple times. The other ten dunks were on the first attempt. It was a good overall show because yeah, of that. Yeah, it was. It was fun because of that, even though, yeah, we... I actually got a note from uh, from our man Ryan Setton watching K.J. Martin dunk, and Kenyon Martin dad was putting it off the glass to him, and he said, why is he throwing it with his left hand? He's a right-handed player. <laughs> wow. I said, come on, you are getting into the nitty-gritty. Yeah. He said, but it threw him off, like that he actually... It wasn't a great toss. Uh, I mean, his dunks... He showed up, and the Jer uh, Jericho Sims, un unfortunately, a little... Lack of creativity. <laughs> it's not a dunk contest unless there's one guy really disappointing. And yeah, we said his, we, his we said we said you know do the Javale McGee thing as a big man and get the creativity, get two rims out there, three balls. Unfortunately, he didn't. He, he, he just wanted to too show off that he could. He had crazy hops and he could put his arms in the rim. And it's like, I just don't think that dunk looks that cool. Anyone doing it. 
Especially after Vince. Dude. I don't think it should be your first dunk. I, I don't think you should go to the elbow, whether it's both elbows or one elbow, until you've done a really awesome okay. kind of standard dunk. And then you can throw the curveball, and you're like, whoa, that was interesting yeah. uh, to see. Best Mac dunk for me was the double pump. That one, I think, is going to age incredibly well. Yeah. Replay dunks, to me, are awesome. And the way they showed it on the broadcast, where they show the slow-mo of the double pump, and then they stop it when his head is at the rim... That was wild. You could hear the crowd pop for that one. Yeah. I thought this was a great uh, contest in general for let's run it back and see what actually happened in the air. It felt like they were giving the judges time to actually look at the replays and then changing the scoring system from a standard 8, 9, 10 to 48, 49, 50 and then adding those up and dividing it much more precise, much yeah. better for the contest. That was the hugest change format-wise. And they should stick with that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah that was a, and, a smart And no decision. technology F-ups, surprisingly. A lot of times when you put it on a digital board, like there's five scores on a digital board, the average comes up. A lot of time we get some just technology <laughs> screw-ups. <laughs> it was perfect. And yeah. it was actually run very well. And, yeah, they have a little bit more accuracy going, you know, from 45 to 50. And it kind of saves them from ridicule and criticism a la D. Wade. Right. Uh, you know, in 2020. Just because... The number you, they're not holding a big card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it just comes up on the board and goes, and then real quickly quick. goes right to yeah, their their it's, total it's or pretty, yeah, their average. Pretty fast, but a great show. You yeah. guys excited about that three D printed basketball? It's airless. <laughs> I think they did a. Poor I think that job. was the technology mistake though, because yeah. apparently that ball feels a lot lighter than a regular basketball because it's not made of leather. Right. Yeah, they and didn't. So, and so now that was KJ Martin, right? He was trying to dunk yeah. off the lefty pass from his dad, not a passer in the first place trying to grab a ball that feels completely different. Once you've accepted technology into your dunk, you've lost. Mm. Yeah, well, the good thing is there was not a lot of props, really. That one, you could argue uh, Jericho Sims, like a folded envelope that he couldn't open, ripped, should have ripped it into a five, because that basically what that dunk was worth. Uh, I saw somebody said even the paper didn't think he got a Yeah, Yeah, but outside of that, like really... Am I forgetting any other? Props? Well, I mean the Jose Alva- Jose Alvarado oh, coming in. I don't count the jersey, the prop. Yeah, not a jersey, but Jose Alvarado coming in mid dunk uh, and yeah. stealing the ball could have could have gone bad. You know, something could have happened, yeah. but he stole it, put it off the glass, yep. and Trey Murphy threw it down. Hugh Trey Murphy was really good. You know, overshadowed, uh, and he if he let's say if he won. He would have been one of like if Mac McClung didn't exist, if he didn't get a, yeah. he wasn't in the G League, didn't sign a, a two way contract. He would have been one of those dunkers like that we don't that we remember as a winner, but not as an overwhelming winner. McClung made this thing, and uh, he was phenomenal. Oh yeah, but I couldn't believe that you talk about like uh, not having to do a lot of attempts. The one that Trey Murphy pulled off, where he jumped in the air from the three point line, put it under his legs, yeah. threw it up in the air, and then correct me if I'm wrong, it didn't bounce. No, he, he went and caught it all in one motion and sort of threw down a windmill. To do that on your first attempt is, like, precision timing. And then he also had the one, I think he could have, like, I know he tried. He really tried to lean into, like, hey, judges, which dunk, which dunk do you want? You want a you tomahawk or you want a windmill? I felt like he could have maybe done it a little bit better to the crowd. He got he got um, Christian there, uh, sort of the in-arena host. He, there was a little bit of that, but I wish he really leaned into it. And then he did them sort of both, and it was a good dunk. I mean, it did look good. Yeah. So he was, he was uh, at least probably, he probably shocked a lot of people how creative he was, and, and obviously how successful he could throw them down. He did his job as a number two. It came down yep. to the last dunk for Mac McClellan. Yeah, he had it, to. It, yeah, it wasn't just a boring ending. It came. He had to put down the 50. He did. And he, 
You drop the Vince type thing, like it's over. Yeah, yeah. That's solid. Um, I did, uh, just to go back to the question I asked you guys, I think you nailed it. It's either the first dunk, like we're in the arena, we're pretty high up. I couldn't tell when he jumped over the two guys stacked. You couldn't tell he tapped it at first. It was like, whoa, that's a good dunk. But we were like, okay, we've seen a lot of guys do that where you jump over. And then you see the slow-mo where he tapped it, like, so clean, puts down the reverse. Okay, that was cool. But I'm with you, Trey. My favorite, and the one I think we will remember, it's like, I'm calling it the glitch. He literally just looks like a video game glitch when he does that double pump uh, reverse. I love how it looks, and maybe it's the slow-mo part of it all and how they edit it, but it looks amazing. He's flying. Especially when he's, he's like, 6'2". He's probably not even really technically that tall. Small guy. Good dunk contest. Really, really good. Uh, we can probably fly through these next ones here, but Damian Lillard winning the NBA three-point contest. I guess on his last shot, that was fun. Needed yeah. it to beat Buddy in the finals. Any other uh, favorite moments from this one? Well, just Dame wanting to put this on his resume because, as he said in the post-game or interview, in the post-contest interview, he said, the greats have one of these under their belt, so now I can retire. He just wanted to get there because he <laughs> wants to be known yeah. uh, as one of the greats. A lot of guys retiring from competitions – Jordan Clarkson retiring from the uh, the skills challenge a little bit later on, as he said in his post game interview. Hopefully, everybody has retired. <laughs> yeah, we'll from talk the about it. All the greats have a skills challenge under their belts. <laughs> yeah, we'll all talk. the Utah greats for sure. <laughs> That's actually Aaron true, Williams, yeah. Trey Burke, now Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, there's, there's a, yeah he wasn't retiring because he won one. He was retiring for another reason. But we'll get to that anyways. Yeah, uh, yeah just Dame finishing. It, it is interesting. Those those starry balls uh, used to be the Mountain Dew formerly. Sprite balls, I don't know if the, what they've been, but they weren't that far back. But anyway, you get three for three points for each of those shots. And in the finals, Buddy Heald missed both of his, yeah. and Dame Lillard hit both of his. So Buddy had a better round. So overall. Buddy hit more shots. Yeah, but because Dame six points those from two shots, starries, it yeah. came down to that one point. So that's, that's sort the of NBA Dame's these thing. days, huh? Yep. <laughs> that's right. It's all about making the ones that count more. <laughs> I'll say this: uh, you know, Starry finally came through with a twelve pack at my hotel room, so I can say something nice about him. Yeah, calling the three point, the deep balls, starries, very cool. Like he went. Dame made two starries in that one. <laughs> I think it works, actually, right there. I thought they did a good job in arena with, like, uh, when somebody would hit a starry, I felt like it would light up. Everybody's, like, wristband or whatever would light yeah. up a different color. So I was like, okay. Okay. Decent. Um, but this contest always... It generally delivers, because you're seeing, obviously, guys just shoot three-pointers that are amazing. And, like, I, we had a couple runs... Like, um, where guys caught yeah. on fire. Halliburton had a sweet first I mean, round. Halliburton had 31, which I and think. And then he shot great in uh, in the All-Star game as well. Yeah. That was a little bit of a coming out party there. Yeah. A little bit of a coming in party, though, for Kevin Herter. Mm, that yeah, was a rough, tough one. Rough. Eight. Eight got beat by Ryan Smith of the Utah Jazz, the owner. <laughs> tough look. Uh, for a guy a lot of people thought was going to go in and win this one. Yeah, yeah. So we had, uh, I guess in the end, it was Dame. He scored 26 in both of his rounds, so consistent. Uh, Buddy, excuse me, Halliburton had the high score in the first round, struggled a little bit more in the second round, and then Buddy had two good rounds, I think 23 and 25, if I have that correctly. Uh, that was my pick to win it there in the end, but it was good stuff. Um, I mean, we could get rid of the skills challenge and put more shooters in if you want, if you do them at the same time. I've said that before, but overall, pretty good. Dame's got it, and he's retired. He's done now. And I think even Steph said, yeah, I thought the exact same thing when I I, too, have retired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they got them. They're good. Um, yeah, the first uh, event there on Saturday night, we were in the building for it. Hey, 
Shout out to the arena for getting us in and out of that building quick. Fastest we've ever got in and out for an all-star. Can't deny that. Right? We yeah, flew that's in. That's a good point. And, uh, and caught this. Anyway, Team Utah wins the all-star skills challenge. Maybe for the last time ever. You think the league will get rid of this? Nobody likes it. The Nobody players, it. the oh, fans, the no broadcast. No. I had my heart crushed in this one, Skeets. Uh, we got there. They were finishing up the relay <laughs> oh, portion yeah, of good. it. You know, like uh, the traditional skills challenge part yeah. where they're going through all the stuff. They got to throw passes. They got to dribble. They got to hit a shot. I'm like, the only good thing you can say about the skills challenge, it gets over nice and quick. Yeah. There were two more branches. Yeah, I go, I go Trey, oh, you forgot yeah. how this works, man. Oh, no. We got passing oh, and no. shooting still to go. But, man, shout out Walker Kessler coming through from the corner. That guy was money. Let him shoot some threes, Will. Hardy. I mean, you, I mean, you said it was uh, You said it was maybe embarrassing, I guess, that uh, Ryan Smith, is it, beat Kevin Herter in the three-point yes. contest. What a lot of people probably watching on TV didn't know is that a bunch of kids did the shooting portion in probably a, a commercial break on, on the broadcast, but to run it through to show everybody how it works, and they put up a better score than the rookies did in this one. Like a significantly better score, I feel like. They yeah, actually yeah. hit some shots. The rookies didn't hit a shot that one, right? They, got they, a, hit they, one. Got a zero. they might have hit a three no. right at the end. Oh. Yeah, they, count, they gave them something. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the kids, the kids that did it, like little, they shot better. Yeah, so that was weird. <laughs> I, I was literally yeah, I was I was saying because it was on on the in arena televisions as you go to the concourse, uh, they were demonstrating all the different courses, and if that was on television, uh, that would have been horrendous uh, for for the rookies who who Jay Nivey said it just got confusing at the end like they didn't know they didn't plan what they were doing confusing. how they were shooting because you have to rotate you yeah, can't be on can't the same stay. spot. Yeah. Listen, it got. It's it's it you know no, there's it's not surprising that Trey didn't know that there's 16 rounds. Even the lighting operator turned off the lights while the yeah. Adetokounmpo bros <laughs> were doing point. their thing. Yeah. They turned them off because it's like, is there a competition going on here? Is this actually happening? I mean, the props kind of cool. Like they they try and make it cool. Like they've got windmills on the court and and a huge hole instead of you know just a small ring now it's this thing that looks like it's on a game show like it's on the cube or something like it's huge (laughs) it kind of looks cool it looks like a movie set but it's pointless yeah i I think we should retire this go go anything else yeah exactly try something else try something else we've tried a lot of random things horse two ball shooting stars maybe they'll give one versus one a try at some point because for me like the coolest thing i saw like the thing i got most excited about was watching Paolo Boncaro throw overhead bounce passes. I was like, look at how he's throwing it, man. Look at that. He's really whipping it, nailing it every time. Two hands overhead. Jordan Clarkson, after winning, literally said, quote, there is no reason to do this ever again. Is he talking about (laughs) him or is he talking about the NBA? Let's just bring out the shooting shooting stars, I think, is the way to go. I I think, yeah, two ball or shooting stars, something like that. Uh, Celebrity dunk contest. That's what we do. Ooh. Okay. You start the evening off, eight foot rims. <laughs> mm. You got Bradley Cooper out there. You ben got Affleck, who had Ben yeah. Affleck. Uh, Ivan from across the street. Yeah. <laughs> sure, Guillermo, whoever. Yeah. And then they throw down their dunks. And then we do three point, and then we raise the rims. Okay. That's the way. Okay. We have to do that. That's yeah. not bad. That's not bad. That's, the, that's there, where you bring in, that's where they, you know, the guy from Shazam was in the building, and the, there's a movie coming out. Let Vin Diesel. Oh, I thought you meant the app. 
No, no, no. The movie. <laughs> the guy. Shazam. The actual guy. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, Samuel Lee was, uh, was probably there. Uh, let, you know, there's celebrities there. Yeah. Let Guy Fieri up there, man. Like, let's see some dunks. Eight-foot dunks. That would be entertaining. I would be into that. And then let them have their their promos and stuff. By the way, what happened with Vin Diesel? I thought he was supposed to introduce everybody. Well, he, did. he, he did. He No, he didn't. He introduced the introduction. Right. But <laughs> we were led to believe he was going to be introducing. Of course we were, because it said he was going to introduce the players. Right. And so he... something happened there. What happened? Well, he maybe like heard him talk and go, oh, that's a brutal idea. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he could... at, the end, at the end, he just goes... Love. Love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chuckles. Uh, yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah, was he hot? Or they like, just, or they just did that. They said that to get us to be like, oh, Vin Diesel's going to introduce them. This yeah. will be insane. And he like, yeah, he, he, he literally just introduced us to the arena. Really? Right. Basketball will be happening tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all about family. Sort of. He only yeah. he stopped yeah, short of family. saying all about family. He had the fast uh, 10 jacket yeah. though. Big X on the Big back. Big X on the yeah. back. <laughs> It was Wait, fast. Somebody did. Uh, <laughs> wasn't that furious? Really. <laughs> no. Somebody did tweet us uh, that they should, they should do like an other athletes dunk contest, like they used to do in the past. Like Ken Griffey Jr. was in one. Yep. Deion Sanders, Barry Bonds. Like these guys are big time athletes yeah, now yeah, who yeah. are playing around. So I don't know. Let DK Metcalf throw one down. Yeah. yeah. I guess he did in the. Or, he did. Or, he threw or down a dunk. Even if they don't want to dunk, like maybe. Maybe the celebrities doing some version of these skills mm. could be funnier. Yes. Because it's like, the, if the silly part is, even though the rookies couldn't hit a shot, it's like NBA players doing the most generic things. Bouncing a ball through a giant hole, <laughs> taking a jumper from the corner, yeah. you know, sort of weaving half-assed, you know, through an obstacle. It's like, yeah, they, they don't care. They, no. <laughs> we know they can do it. So maybe it is funnier to see... Guy Fieri try and do that. Yeah. It would be. <laughs> and then it's more impressive when the actual guys come out as well, right? I oh, know. you want to have the battle. <laughs> oh, maybe. Get rid of it. Yeah, just it's get... so impossible to eat. Like, in the arena, it's obviously impossible. I watched the whole thing on TV, and I was like, oh, my God. What is even happening? It's yeah. brutal. Yeah, they've made it very confusing for sure now, too, with the three rounds and, and the point system it's a mess the it's, a, it's an absolute mess each. they're like 100 <laughs> challenge points to team rookies can't give them one challenge point comes down to it all comes down to shooting though huh? it's worth 200 yeah that's right that's right in the end that's what's all you need to do uh, and then uh, just quickly the rising stars on Friday night we were doing our live show basically at the exact same time I'm sure you guys maybe watched uh, the highlights after uh, Jose Alvarado did win I rising stars highlight. MVP I thought he was he, li- he had a great weekend. Like, overall, he said, like, being included in the dunk contest there a little bit. And uh, he was good. He played well, and he was mic'd up, and he was actually really entertaining on the mic, like, calling things out. And, uh, yeah, he was good. He was probably deserving of this, even though Grimes caught fire and stuff like that. Any thoughts? Rising stars? No, not, not, <laughs> not too many thoughts. Uh, as far as highlights go, to me, it was the Jose Alvarado. Yeah. Ka- kind of calling it. I think we're uh, we're fudging a little bit saying he called these like if I get the ball I'm yeah, gonna yeah. make it and yeah. the, and then Mitchell's like what excuse me <laughs> if I get the ball I'm gonna make it he got the ball <laughs> twice didn't couldn't get a shot off the first time pretty solid defense yep. got it the second time uh, but yeah only undrafted guy I think playing in Rising Stars except for all the G League guys who are not drafted yet mm-hmm. uh, but thus far the only NBA player who was undrafted cool yeah. yeah it's nice to see somebody want it yes to, to go after it and play hard so that happened. I was in a, a coffee shop on Saturday morning, and uh, some guys from Toronto were there, and they said if Alvarado didn't hit that shot, Scotty Barnes would have won MVP. <laughs> I'm not Real totally sure talk. on that, but mm, uh, 
But <laughs> at least those guys showed up. Uh, that team showed up and uh, did get it done in the end. <laughs> I, I was I definitely wasn't consuming this one. Just the highlights. Well, this is my favorite part about Rising Stars. It's the perfect event to not watch live on the Friday night and then watch the highlights. Watch eight-minute highlights, see some cool dunks, see some cool plays, some funny moments. That's it. Boom. I'm not watching however long this took. I don't even know how long it took. I'm sure it took an hour and a half to play. They played a lot of games. Or five. How many games did they play? Three in the mm-hmm. end because they had the little yep. tournament. tournament. Yeah. Short games and all that, but uh, that's what I do with this one. And it's fine. It works completely fine. I wouldn't change a thing because <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. Just keep putting up the highlights. And it's Just fantastic. keep it on Friday. Yeah. All right. Let's take a first break. Uh, and when we come back, uh, again, we got some, uh, some other fun random questions about All-Star Weekend. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. Yeah, the boys had a little too much fun on Friday night. I wouldn't say too much fun. You had too much fun. I did have a little bit too yeah. much fun. No, we forgot to eat dinner. That was a big That's, part. That was a big part of it. Yeah. 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 And you <laughs> too, all... many chats. <laughs> too many chats. Yeah. Too many chats. Too many chats. We were having a great time. We forgot. You also didn't let us eat any of those cookies that we received as a gift, J.D. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I wanted it to be a, a an unboxing video. Shout out to Dave and Amelia. Yeah. Yeah, which... It, they purchased it from another company. Anyway, they made us a pie they from their company, too, yeah. purchased some other cookies, so we couldn't unbox another well, company. I didn't know that at the time. Right. We figured it out now. Yeah. We got some, <laughs> uh, pie, though. We got some breaking news. Yeah, we didn't news. eat that. Key lime. Key lime. Russell Westbrook took the Clippers. Ha! A fish. Yeah, we learned over the weekend, Kevin Love going to the Miami Heat, Russell Westbrook going to the Clippers, both of those guys buyout guys. Yes, they are. Uh, I think Kevin Love will have more of an impact than Russell Westbrook, but maybe we'll see Russell Mm. Westbrook more than we will see Kevin Love. Only time will tell. Uh, But yeah, the stream team is not very happy with Westbrook going to the Clippers. They think it's bad news bears. (laughs) Um, And I don't know. I mean, I guess it just depends on how much he plays for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if (laughs) If he's their number one guy, things will be bad. I'm really surprised. No, they've got Terrence Mann as their point guard who does good things. And then they've got Eric Gordon and Bones Highland as new additions off their bench. So what's Westbrook going to do? Are they going to have three guards off their bench that are entirely brand new? And he could see some closing minutes with them, with the starters? That's surprising to me that they would try and mix it up that much. I don't like that move, well, we'll personally. See. We'll see later this week uh, when the action returns. Basketball comes back on Thursday, Thursday night, and uh, we'll see how Westbrook looks with the Clips and uh, Kevin Love looks for, looks with the Heat. But let's do a little fill-in-the-blank. 
yeah, fill in the blank. All-Star Weekend edition, of course. Still recapping our time in Salt Lake City. And the first one is, you can go anywhere with this. 2023 NBA All-Star Weekend MVP was... Yanis Antetokounmpo. Clearly, for me, he just loves it. He was there every single night. Friday night, he was a celebrity coach. He brought out his clipboard. He was having fun. (laughs) Saturday, he was there for the skills challenge, even though he wasn't participating in it. He was there with, with the fam. And then he was the biggest name during the dunk contest courtside holding his son the entire time filming it the entire time you know some of those those are some of the most memorable moments from all-star weekends past Shaq with the camcorder you know that kind of thing and he was there trying to film it I always wonder what kind of footage what kind of what kind of actual good videos these guys get while they're holding a child for Yanis in particular (laughs) trying to film these dunks but he was so excited so I mean, we always talk about guys got to get in the dunk contest before they get jaded, you know, a few years into the league. Giannis has been in the league 10 years. He was there Friday wow. night. He was there Saturday night. And then Sunday, he was killing it, drafting, uh, <laughs> you know, making the jokes. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he participated just quickly, but he was still cheering for his teammates throughout uh, Sunday night. So I think he was the best, you know, sort of ambassador for the league uh, this weekend. Yeah, considering he wasn't really able to participate in what he was doing. He was out there doing his bits. I thought that was great. I would have appreciated a camera just on all the NBA players out watching the halftime show uh, during the All-Star game. Mm. You can tell that, like, Giannis was pumped to be seeing Burner Boy live. I thought that was pretty funny. Him and his brothers just, like, hanging out, vibing out. We did see, um, I think it was Siakam. We saw one of his videos of Donovan Mitchell, like, impersonating what Siakam does every time he drives the hoop. Hey! Hey! Get all those foul calls. So that was funny. Uh, shout out to him for turning around really quick and getting it uploaded. Uh, but for me, All-Star Weekend MVP, got to be Mac McClung. When we think of the 2023 yep. All-Star Weekend, that will be the main thing. A G League guy coming in, bringing the dunk contest back. Uh, and I think his dunks are going to age pretty well just because they're so good in slow motion. We'll see what he does next year. But for this year... Uh, Gotta be Mac as the All-Star Weekend MVP. That's the thing people remember. When Saturday night is a success, All-Star Weekend is a bigger success. Yeah, it's a good call. But I gotta give uh, All-Star Weekend MVP to the correspondent from the Jimmy Kimmel Live show, Guillermo. Because he stuck a wedgie. That's right. And he was pumped about it. And it made the official NBA.com write-up, too, for the for the celebrity game. I love that. Uh, straight so up using go. wedgie. So this, to me, is our true All-Star Weekend MVP. Uh, I didn't see this one either, but it was uh, apparently entertaining. It was like a fun finish in the end. The Miz hit a half-court shot, which I believe is worth four points. Would have been behind the Ruffles be behind line. Behind the Ruffles line, and it would have won the game, but it like came like a half a second after the buzzer went. <laughs> but he splashed it from half with the the, the WWE uh, wrestler. Yeah, he said, just give it to me. I saw him in an interview. Yeah. He said, just give it to me. Isn't this the WWE? Can't we script it a little bit here? And then uh, the MVP of the game was uh, DK Metcalf, uh, the um, wide receiver for the Seahawks. He had 20 points, 10 boards, 4 blocks. <laughs> I don't know if you saw any of his highlights. The jam. He threw down like half a dozen dunks. <laughs> it's just like way too damn physical, way too intense for everybody else in this game. But he was uh, the MVP, like I said. And then Richard Jefferson was pretty funny too. Uh, he did it all. He was on the broadcast. He once again did a little officiating, and then he ripped off the uh, the official's uh, shirt and was playing a little bit too, and also threw cool. down a dunk. So he did it all. Uh, I do kind of like that LeBron wasn't there until Sunday. Uh, like, he doesn't deserve the MVP, but I, I kind of like 
the fact that everybody else got a lot of shine because I thought this was going to be the LeBron weekend. Mm. After taking over the scoring title, I thought we were just going to get like, you know, presentation after presentation after presentation after presentation. We got one when he won the scoring title and then, you know, he took the mic the next night. So I thought this this could be the weekend of LeBron. But, you know, Nike was doing the John Morant shoe and that activation. That was cool. I don't think LeBron got any sort of activation or pub until well Sunday when he got there because he said yeah. uh, you know apparently he had some stuff to do with uh, his son and uh, their basketball team so I, I kind of liked it uh, to be honest for the rest of uh, the league and he could have obviously taken over the entire weekend because he just got the scoring title but just one presentation on Sunday night there co-MVP of the All-Star weekend Janelle Monet. she was in the Rising Stars game and she sort of had Twitter going nuts last night with her outfit in introducing, I guess, was it LeBron James? Uh, would she sort of set that yeah, up? Yeah, she was did. It not? Yeah, she the did. Scoring, the scoring uh, leaders. Yeah, scoring yeah. achievement. Uh, so there she is. She was, And she, she's got the fun vibes in the celebrity game, too. So she gets, uh, along with uh, Guillermo, <laughs> an All-Star Weekend MVP vote <laughs> from me. She is a babe. An absolute <laughs> 10. Um, Fill in the blank. Your best celebrity sighting was, TK. Did you see Janelle Monet? I don't think we... I didn't see her. No. So who else are you going with? Uh, three great ones, to be quite honest. Uh, Dwayne Wade was a huge one. We saw Dwayne Wade at a party. That guy's a Chicago legend. Interviewed him a few times, but haven't seen him since we were done yeah. at Turner. It was cool to see him out and about. Looks great. Won his three-point contest against Ryan Smith. <laughs> uh, best late-night celebrity sighting? When we saw Sam Perkins yeah, in the cool. hotel, I, I said he was my number one guy to add to an old-timers game. It looks like he could still hoop. That guy's humongous, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think of him as a tall guy, but, man, he, he looked every bit of 6'10 or whatever he was. But my best celebrity sighting was at the crossover event on Saturday, just wandering around. And that's when Skeets and Jerome and I saw Benny the Bull. Oh, this was legendary. We locked eyes, human eyes, to mascot bull eyes he came over stroked the beard and then we went in for the deepest hug i've ever given oh, an animal that, in my entire life guys i was standing right next to this and this was a long this passionate was embrace like true love this was true love well it was true love because like we were he was on the floor he's doing something right they're running like little uh you know relays with kids yeah. and stuff and like I never do this, but even I was pumped to see Benny the Bull, and we're, like, screaming for him. Like, Benny, just, like, look yeah. at We just want him to look at us so we can take a photo. And then he turns around, and he sees TK, and it was like it was, it was like a movie where they people, yeah, lock eyes, and it's like you hear the music, <laughs> and then uh, they came together. It was like those two kids running down the street to meet each other, like those two preschool kids. Yeah, that's what it was like. <laughs> the deepest hug. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Best celebrity sighting. Uh, well, we saw Guillermo in person as well. <laughs> it, it is hilarious how many people just run up to him uh, and want to take pictures with yep. him. Did you? Did no, you take I, did, a picture? I, I got excited when I saw him. Yeah. I didn't take a photo. I agree. <laughs> I was, I was like, also yeah. excited. Uh, yeah, talking to Wade was number one. And uh, the fact that I don't think I'm uh, divulging too much from our conversation, but he brought up allergies here in Georgia and it gets it gets to everybody even the best athletes in the world so that just made me feel good because I thought I was allergy free for life until coming down here and I got hit hard yeah anyway, me too uh also I saw um you know, this is personal this is about me really but uh seeing Lindsey Vaughn a great athlete holding a Red Bull because she was tired I'd like to believe but also probably because she's sponsored but at the same time 
I, I made JD. Uh, JD was asking us if we wanted something to drink. He was he was going to grab us something to drink at our live show, and I ordered a, a Red Bull and vodka. And he said, "What are you, nineteen years old?" <laughs> An incredible athlete was holding a Red Bull, probably because she's sponsored. But yeah, anyway. you asked for it sugar free as well, yeah. and I'm like. <sighs> I mean, the Urban Lounge is nice, but it's like a bar. It's like a band bar place. Yeah. So I got to go up to this gruff bartender and be like, mm, can I have a sugar-free uh, vodka and sugar-free? <laughs> and he was like, no. Yeah, it was it was pretty particular. Yeah, and then I brought it to you, and, and it was it was Red Bull. And you're like, mm, too sugary. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they are used to uh, celebrities being particular okay. in that place, right? You know? At the Urban Lounge? Yeah. yeah oh, sure. Yeah. Of course. Well, Donny Donny musicians. coming. Wait, Donny Donny wait wow. to see his order. <laughs> they had sugar-free next door. Uh, no, that, that place was way nicer. It was nice. Uh, I did like uh, Wade. That was probably my answer because we got to chop it up with him a little bit. But it was fun to just see like a lot of the media people too. Like, yeah. Totally. Worldwide Wob and Woj and, you know, Beck and Ben Gulliver we saw right before yeah. we left actually, right at the end. Mark Spears. Good time, Timmy Bontemps. Shout out to Spears. Hall of Famer Mark Spears. Um, what about this media member? Yeah. So I said Dwayne Wade beat Ryan Smith. He lost. Sorry, guys. Ooh, I'm a liar. Oh, man. I'm a liar. I was backing him. Uh, but mm. my favorite celebrity sighting, not really a celebrity, I saw a coyote. Like an mm. actual coyote on that run I went for, JD, my uh, punishment hangover run. Yeah. Um, I was in some gulch. I was like, oh, what's that dog doing there? Where's that dog's that owner? Dog? I'm like, hold on. That ain't a dog. And then I didn't know what to do. I was running towards where the coyote was. I'm like, I've never done this, never experienced this. Mm. Can I run at it? <laughs> Will it run away? It's going to kill me. My only knowledge is from cartoons, and you run away from a coyote. <laughs> yeah, I found the biggest an anvil, anvil I could find. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Just paint an escape on up the ridge, but that was fun. I was out there with nature. <laughs> Beautiful city, Salt Lake City. Oh, oh my so goodness. Nice. Oh, my goodness. Uh, all right. Fill in the blank. Tass, you go first here. Least favorite thing about All-Star Weekend was? Well, we actually, when we left here in Atlanta, Got on the airplane. Two gentlemen were sitting in 1A and 1B. And they were large gentlemen. One younger. One had a basketball on his shirt. So we figured, okay, they're going there for All-Star Weekend. Who are they? They look like basketball players. We got off the plane and we figured it out. As we were going to our shuttle, we heard the name Kessler. Walker Kessler figured it out because the Walker Kessler family is from Georgia where we left from. We figured it out real quick. Oh, yeah, Dad played college ball there that must have been brother kessler and then uh we got to the caa party we saw the entire kessler family i got hit in the butt by andrea kessler mom kessler was it on purpose maybe no she just hit me she just hit me she apologized (laughs) right away anyways my least favorite part is that i was excited just to figure out this puzzle and you you made fun of me like you just (laughs) you you just you I, i said we need to lead the show on friday night with the Walker Kessler conundrum, we have to talk about this. And you said, "Oh wow, the the oh, A list." Wow. So, so now the people can tell us who was wow. right, uh, <laughs> because I'm still not convinced. No. Anyways, it was great to see Walker Kessler and Will Hardy. Great to see Walker Kessler, yeah, and Donovan Mitchell, and just eavesdropping on conversations at that oh. CAA party. Oh, it was a blast. We got so many scoops. <laughs> 
We saw Joe Mazzula. I said to Skeet, should I go do a somersault by him? That was, that was <laughs> Least funny. favorite thing is I didn't do it. <laughs> Man! Uh, another cool celebrity sighting I just thought of. Cool story about here. Uh, yeah. On Tass and I's flight home, Pusha T was sitting in first class. That was cool. That was cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It was Same. weird. Like, I mean, it's 7 a.m. I'm very groggy walking. Yeah. Just saw him sitting there. Hey, King Push. Nice. <laughs> walking. Hey. <laughs> Smooth. Yeah, you Smooth. called I it. the oldest looking guy ever saying, wow, I appreciate what you're doing out there. <laughs> uh, I didn't have a ton of FOMO uh, missing the game last night, but my least favorite thing is the one bit of FOMO I did have. They did a happy birthday rendition to mm. Charles Barkley, yep. whose birthday is today, February 20th. I could have been in that arena. 20,000 people singing <sighs> happy birthday. Mm. Two of them would have been Vin Diesel and Guy Fieri. Yeah. Singing happy birthday to me on my birthday? That's a good point. <laughs> did I blow it? No. No. <laughs> Not at all. You were happy to be at home? Like you were pa- happy to be at home and not yes. up in the nosebleeds maybe yes, for six yeah. hours? <laughs> me, me and Ivan throwing down. <laughs> Would have missed out on that, you know. Uh, I'll go with uh, my least favorite thing. Maybe Carl Malone being included in the LeBron James um, scoring achievement or whatever they want to call that thing at the end was. The top three. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there wasn't not a lot of Carl Malone, I would say, overall, at least from, from our perspective being there. Maybe there was more on... On TV, I don't know, but uh, an interesting decision there, I would say, by the NBA. I, of course, it's in Salt Lake City. Maybe they do it so you include them, and then people are less likely to go, why he's not included, and like, well, what's the reason people don't like him? So I would go with that. But the least favorite thing is the skills challenge. I'm like, now, I used to like go to bat for it. Hey, it's fine. Gets the <laughs> night going, whatever. Gets now I'm, it's like, <laughs> it's just, just needs to be scrapped. It's confusing, it's tedious. And nobody cares. So try, just try anything else, and people will be happy, I think. Um, last one. This is an All-Star Weekend. Let's look in ahead. Second half storyline you're most excited for is blank. We're going to be talking about the Lakers a lot. I do believe we are, so I'm kind of interested in this mad dash here. They got 23 games left. All of them at this point are basically a must-win because they are still 13th in the Western Conference, five games under 500, but only two back of 10th spot, making it into the play-in tournament. Only three back of the seventh seed, hosting play-in tournament games, which is a benefit. And then only two and a half games, or sorry, three and a half games back of the sixth seed, actual playoff appearance. It'll be interesting to see if the new-look Lakers have their full squad for all of these games because they're going to need the best LeBron they can get. They're going to need the best AD they can get. And, you know, it's only basically a month and a half that they really have to have left to get these wins under their belt. So it feels like we're going to be talking about the Lakers a bit, but I think they actually will deserve it. Uh, Not quite the same as in the first half of the season when, you know, it was almost Lakers square jar. Uh, Square jar? Square jar, yes. The Lakers Square Jar is, uh, you can pay via the Square app. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're opening a digital Square Jar called the Square Jar. Damn. Feel free to chip in. That's a sponsored Square Jar. <laughs> sponsored by Square. Yeah. Uh, that's good. But, yeah, LeBron came out of this weekend saying, there's 23 games left. I need to play in each and every single one. And then he hurt his finger on the rim. So hopefully he'll be fine to play all those 23 games because mm-hmm. he seems pretty damn focused on playing all those. Anything else you got that you're a second half storyline you're well, excited for? To actually watch all these teams put together the last 22, 23 games, especially the teams that have new parts. Yeah. Durant and the Suns, Kyrie <laughs> and the Mavs, the Lakers with all their new parts. The Clippers have a lot of new parts yep, now yep. with Westbrook, but not even just those teams. Teams that are getting back injured players. Zion and the Pels eventually, Curry and the Warriors eventually. 
And the Cavs, to me, if they want to be a legitimate contender, they need to improve these last 20 games. There was some chatter at All-Star Weekend that this team can come out of the East. They have to be better throughout the entire game. They, they like to get in holes and then just rely on Donovan Mitchell to pull them out. If they want to be legitimate, they have to improve these last 20 games. I know this is sort of the the dark days of the NBA season, you know, coming into March Madness when that's on the schedule, but these games do matter a lot for getting the flow together, and you'll see Kawhi playing every single game basically to, to try and get going because they do matter. you got to get in the flow before the playoffs. I think I'm most excited to see who takes the number one seed in the Eastern Conference because that could decide like who's going to the NBA Finals from the East uh, with how close and talented the teams at the top are. The Celtics have a half-game lead over the Bucks right now. Milwaukee's on a 12-game win streak <laughs> right now, uh, so they'll pick that up after the All-Star break here. And then the Sixers are still within striking distance of both of those teams, so it's not that far-fetched that even they could get the number one seed. And man, in a potential series between any of these three teams who have separated themselves a little bit from the rest of the East, um, that could be a difference maker. A game seven on your own floor uh, if it gets to that. So that is going to be awesome. Celtics getting back healthy. The Bucks also, you know, getting all their pieces there uh, and clicking. And then the 76ers uh, trying to, like, stay within striking distance of them. I think that's going to be fantastic here. And those are three awesome teams that could all go to the finals, hypothetically. So that'll be a fun one to watch. Let's hear from you out there, though. Second half storyline. What was up with Joel Embiid? Said his foot was hurt. Just goes an all-star week and <laughs> dropping 33 points. Dominated. Yeah, yeah. Looked good. He looked fine. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, JD, did you have any uh, answers for any of those or any other thoughts from all-star weekend? Yeah, well, <clears throat> I think he went a little too easy on the... The worst part of all-star weekend to me was the drafting of the players. Like, it was just such a gong show. It was a complete clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. I feel like they had... Like switching up the uh, the order to, to you know for feelings, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean honestly, we did it better when we did it with kids in 2018. Wow, and that's how they should have done it. It that's should have been actually smart. They should have had the kids in the jersey. Yeah, they could have done something like that. Right? Yeah, but I think they should have. It should have been like a schoolyard, like literally on the court. Giannis, LeBron, pick a guy. The everybody all together, so you could pick a reserve. You don't have to pick a starter. Yeah. What would Giannis have picked Drew Holiday? I mean, there's that. There's and then who that's everybody is interested in. Who's getting picked first and who's getting picked last? That was the most interesting thing of the night. And they had so little confidence in it. They they fucking piled music on it. You could barely hear what Ernie was saying. And then they were I still, Matt and I believe that they were like, Well, this is gonna be a dud, so let's get Charles and Shaq to to chime in on their picks and stuff. Uh People would have been riveted if they had just quieted it down and just played, who are you picking? Who are you picking? Let's go. And like, oh, my God. And, and then that means it's happening much, much quicker. Too. So much faster yeah, and yeah. way more interesting. So anyways, you get like, I think it was a complete flop and a total failure. And I was watching it just angry. And Rachel was losing her goddamn mind. It's like, <laughs> these are grown men. You know, like, who cares? <laughs> Everybody's an all-star. Just like 
Yeah. Relax. Everybody agrees with that. Yeah, it only ridiculous. took us seven minutes. <laughs> What's that? It only took us seven minutes. <laughs> when we did the draft? Yeah, on, yeah. On seven minutes seven and minutes. 17 seconds. I'm looking at it right wow. now. Wow. Yeah. Man, but we, we didn't have Skeets, like, giving us a stat about every guy no. after the draft. I thought Ernie, I mean, put in the position he was put in. Yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. Kept it, trying to keep oh, it going. I, yeah, I thought that was actually, coming. that part was actually somewhat fast. I, yeah. The guys walked over. A jersey was handed yeah. to a, a kid and then they were, based on whether it was Giannis or LeBron. They'd say, okay, you got picked over yeah. here. So they gave him the right colored jersey, and then that they took a photo. That part was actually somewhat fast. That's The, the chronological thing was – it's, it, just, it's in, just nuts not to have the best players picked first. Right. Yeah. <laughs> in my head, too, I thought, I thought they would be, be – Maybe be like we would hear from the players that just got picked a little bit more, or there'd be like more reaction a little bit. Right. I, yeah. I guess I had tricked myself into thinking that it would be like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. I don't know why I thought that, but just yeah. like like some jokes going back and forth. Like you're gonna regret this, whatever. But there's yeah. none of that because it was like they're not mic'd up and. They're obviously told, like, all right, just get through with this. Yeah. It's also at the end of a long weekend for these guys, and everybody's, like, basically, they all need a Red Bull. Yeah, fair um, enough. I mean, yeah, that, that, that's Tell them full of Red Bull but, before they do this. Yeah, and on a positive note, uh, we have the best fans in the world. Like, uh, our live show was incredible, yep. you know, being out there and meeting everybody, and VIP was hilarious and great, and yeah. So shout out to Salt Lake. I am definitely going back. I love that city. It was great. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, thanks to everybody that came out to our live show on Friday night. We did a blast. We posted that to, obviously, all of our uh, podcast feeds. We even put it up on YouTube. There's no video element to it, but you can hear it. You can hear a rowdy crowd. They were not lacking energy, I'll tell you that. Electric. It was electric. Uh, But it was so much fun. And, yeah, the VIP meet and greet and hanging out after the show even uh, was a blast. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Hopefully, there's not a three-year gap until our next live show. <laughs> I like to think we're like uh, Kendrick Lamar, you know? A lot of a lot of musicians these days, they release a project every six or seven months, you mm-hmm. know, just churning them out. He takes his time, considers what he's doing. <laughs> years between releases. Yeah. It took us three years to come up with the perfect live show. <laughs> Hopefully, we can accomplish the next one sooner. Yeah. But if it takes three years, that's what it takes. That's right. That's right. You can't rush perfection. Uh, All right, let's take our final break. When we come back, we have a very, very fun tweet of the night. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Been doing a bunch of retirement planning stuff lately. So I've had documents flying in and out the mailbox. A lot of signatures, both analog and digital. A lot of phone calls, a lot of stamps. Got to get my long-term future straight. Yeah. Let me tell you, Skeets, the things we build our future around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Watch your assets. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash nodunks for 10% off plus free document shipping. Trust and Will's website is simple to use and the process is straightforward. In no time, you'll have peace of mind that your assets and wishes are secure with easy access and control of your estate planning. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs, whether it be care wishes, nomination guardians, final arrangements, or power of attorney. It's easy to ensure your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings or the state deciding what happens to your assets. 
Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with trust and will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash no dunks. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash no dunks. Love your wine, Wayne. <laughs> uh, I, I took, it took a lot, a lot of discipline to leave that line out of the addery. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky's line of wines. I don't know how many he has. I was going to say, I was just going to say wine. He's, I'm sure he's got a few. Yeah. Yeah. People say, I love your wine, if Wayne. If you see Wayne Gretzky, <laughs> do not compliment it. him on his obviously hockey skills, maybe even broadcast skills. Number one on the Athletics Top 100 M- NHL players. Yeah, but you say, nice. you have to say, if you see Wayne Gretzky in person, you have to yell at him, love your wine, Wayne. Okay, that's just the rule. Um, pick him results from Thursday night. We got no board for you because there's no game on tonight, but uh, Trey, you had the Clippers and you got that correct. They were playing the Suns. This is a long time ago at this point. <laughs> L for me, L for Tass. Trey's 7-5. and five. We're playing catch-up here, but we got a... Uh, ooh, I guess it's a short month. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it yeah. a leap year? Not this year. Damn. Next year. Tyrese Halliburton is not getting older. <laughs> Turns 6 next year, they said during the three-point contest. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we'll make our Last picks year. when we come back on uh, Thursday and uh, back into that. But let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the night. Wow. Twitter. Yeah, I love this tweet of the night. It's from Bum Chillips, a.k.a. Spencer Hall. <laughs> Every day should be Saturday. A very, very funny Twitter follow. Uh, he had two tweets. They went hand in hand about last night's All-Star game. He first tweets, <laughs> Let the players live bet on the All-Star game. He wants the players to live bet. And he clarified, you want interest, obviously, in this All-Star game? You give Luca odds on 20 in the third quarter and watch the fireworks. <laughs> I think he's on to something yeah. here. I think this is actually, it will never happen. Well, maybe not never, because the NBA is uh, definitely in bed with a lot more uh, you know, betting sites and stuff like that. But this is a very fun idea to have the players betting on lines and stats and scores and stuff like that during the game. Good idea. Who says they're not? Well, that's the thing. They are. So let's just make Maybe it Maybe Lucas is under? He's like, easy. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go out there and do nothing. <laughs> just made, love, a million made, a, made a million dollars. Made a million dollars last night just jogging up and down the court. <laughs> Pretty good deal if you can get it. I saw Shea Gil just Alexander said, if you want people to care, pay us money. I mean, he is on a four-year, $100 million contract. But I think it is every single sport has a bad all-star game. Yeah. Like, the NFL is so bad that they play flag football now. Yeah. They had to move it before the Super Bowl so anybody would care. Baseball had a tie once upon a time. They don't play hard either. It just ain't how it is anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to disagree. <laughs> uh, it is fun to think about, though, that guys would be <laughs> yeah, either going under. So that's That make it a little too easy. Uh, or going the over. It's like, uh, I think what's happening, I think the XFL started since the Super Bowl is over. And and all they talk about on the broadcast is bet, 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 bet. Like so much that the commentators yeah. seems like they're in on it. Like everything is a bet. You know, we don't want to go down that path. Um, but it would be fun <laughs> on, su- on Sunday for All-Star Weekend to see Dame try and drop, you know, 30 and a quarter. Because he's got he's got 50K on it with uh, Jokic on the other side or something like that. Fun tweets there from uh, Spencer Hall. Again, a very, very funny follow. All right, let's call it there. I uh, I bet the under on this podcast 90 minutes, so I'd like to wrap this up. I'm going to make a lot of money off of this. Uh, but 
we will be back on Thursday, so we're gonna take a couple days off here. Uh, no NBA action on. Everybody, uh, I assume a lot of these guys hit uh, maybe hit an island for a couple days, or at least just chill out with fam at home. So we're gonna do the same. Not the island part, but uh, <laughs> we'll be here in Atlanta. I'm coming over to play hoops. I'd like to throw down some dunks. Lower that thing to eight. It's an eight right now. Love, love to see if I can pull off some Mac McClung dunks on an eight. <laughs> I went between the legs last night. Kids went crazy. <laughs> Tens all around. You put uh, water or sand in that base? Uh, this is a water base. I might be adding sand because oh, I'm sand. a little nervous about uh, having it up at 10 feet with a car parked near it. On a breezy day, it could be dangerous. Now, I don't want to blow up mm. your spot, but you do have a bit of a, a sloped driveway. That's right. Where's That's this right, neck going? It's at the top of the slope. So there is, and we did have quite a few times, the ball just Go. rocketing down. And then your the street, like, it continues. Like, it goes oh, down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the yard across the street, if it doesn't get caught on the curb, it's got a big-time slope, so it's going to go down onto these people's <laughs> front doorstep. I'm sure they saw me outside yesterday hacking away at putting this thing together, just like, oh, my goodness. Oh, this guy's going to be out dribbling Bouncing all the ball. time. Bouncing <laughs> everywhere. Uh, but the plan long-term is to add a new concrete patch mm. a little further to the right of the driveway. Oh, okay. Another place to park the car. Another place to get some shots up. Because <laughs> right now, I'm probably looking at a 17-footer as the farthest shot I can take, <laughs> which is fine for me and David West. But I want my kids to grow up in a three-point shooting environment. Okay. You got to modernize. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. All right. Well, we'll be over to play some hoops. We will be back on Thursday. You got lots of time, though, to listen to the brand new podcast is this good trey and i go uh went on the latest one with Mattio and jd to talk about dance circles whistling um, <laughs> we actually got into a heated debate about whistling <laughs> uh, some of us were some of us were pro whistling thought it was very good Mattio, spoiler was not high on whistling though we were like talking about two different whistlers in my opinion yeah it's there's the annoying category. the annoying yeah. whistler who like doesn't know he's whistling all the time and then there's to me like someone that can like do like the fingers in yes. loud ass whistle which I think is cool as shit so anyway, we got into that. So cool. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> but uh, dance circles. Do you have a quick opinion on dance circles? You've been love in them, them. You've watched them. You love, love them. them. God, yeah. It can take away from the individuals dancing. You know, if you're just <laughs> just watching, yeah. like, why yeah. aren't you dancing? It, it, it's tough to temporary. stop a dance circle. It's got to be temporary. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, we did a good 10 minutes on that. So <laughs> check out Is This Good? It's available wherever you download and listen to podcasts. It's also up on YouTube. Just search for Is This Good? And uh, go give Matteo's pod a listen and a follow. All right, guys. That was fun. We'll be back on Thursday. Until then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, if there's anyone out there in uh, Italy... Uh, you just reminded me. My best whistling experience was uh, a cab driver in Rome whistled Celine Dion's "My Heart Will Go On." It was incredible. Oh, that's good. That's, he's got it is a skill, a talent. This is very nice. By request? Uh, no, no, no. He uh, just did it. <laughs> can you whistle? <laughs> Not well. Not like, well. It was. Same here. But you you're, can. You're, 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 it seems like you're jealous of the big, the big whistles. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I can let. <laughs> okay, we're about to hit the over. Uh, brace the day, people. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.